Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right, with us right now, Julio Gonzalez, uh, also known as the most interesting man in tax. Julio, you are the CEO of Engineered Tax Services. You're down in uh, West Palm Beach and uh, up and down the coast uh, in, in Florida. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm excited to talk about tax credits because there's likely someone who's listening to us right now and they qualify for tax credits and they don't even realize it. Yeah, unfortunately, most businesses don't. There's so many changes to the tax code, Josh, over the last mm-hmm. year. We just did new uh, tax credits for keeping employees, for retaining employees, for innovation with employees, for some of the things that happened during the CARES Act. You know, new manufacturing credits, new credits for companies that are doing innovation, new credits for investing in the infrastructure of the United States. There's so many tax credits, probably over 100, Josh, that small businesses typically just don't have access to and probably don't have accounting firms that have access to, but it's real money. That's real cash. You know, and that's what I was going to say is it's not just that that small business owners don't realize this. Their accountants don't realize this. And, 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 and oftentimes they're not really incentivized enough to keep aware of all of this. Like if you're, and I've experienced this firsthand, if you're just hiring a CPA, they just crank out your taxes year after year, and they are not truly engaged in tax saving strategy. Uh, you are likely paying way too much for taxes. No question about it, Josh. They're probably just typically the account, the CPA. They're going through the software. They're going through the accounting tax software. They're taking the receipts you gave them and they're putting it into the, uh, you know, the information, into the software, and out goes your uh, tax returns, which probably are being overpaid. People are way overpaying on taxes yeah. because the software doesn't say, oh my gosh, did you do this with your employees this year? Did you qualify for this tax credit? Did you get this earned income tax credit? Did you buy software that's innovative? They don't list those. They don't list the federal, state, or local tax credits. And those are always, always overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that if you, you know, if you have someone that's really paying attention, they'll know who you are and they'll know what you do and they'll know all of the possible tax credits. You know, if I, you know, I shudder to think of someone who's just using software, to, you know, by themselves, right? They're just using like a, you know, an online and they don't have an expert that's really digging into this. Uh, at some point, uh, you really got to just do some serious business adulting on this and uh, you know get an expert because I can tell you that um, you know just by switching our CPA firm so we had a, a tax firm their CPAs that were doing our taxes forever um, moved to working with someone that was that truly cared about every savings possible mm-hmm. no joke we saved fourteen thousand dollars in taxes. Uh, by taking the time. And and I, I don't even know that we, you know, exhausted every possibility. So um, the, the savings is real. The savings is real. And Josh, I think you put it so well. You know, you can think of hiring an accountant as an expense, or you can think of it as an investment 
and get a return on investment, right? You may have paid a little bit more, but you ended up getting $14,000 back or less, you know, so it was a great investment, wasn't it? And I think that's how every small business owner, I think they think of it as an expense. So you want to get the cheapest person, right? You don't want to spend too much on taxes and accounting, but like you said, if they care and you invest in them, they're going to find those $14,000. Yeah. So Julio, you work with CPAs, right? How does engineer tax services work? That's right. So we work with about 10,000 accounting CPA firms nationwide. We're that resource. We're behind the scenes, you know, analyzing the opportunities for their clients, looking at specialized tax credits that CPA firms and accounting firms just don't have the resources. So, I mean, they don't have the, the resources that Amazon do and the big four accounting firms that the Fortune 500 companies work with. Right. They don't have engineers on staff. They don't have scientists on staff. They don't have medical experts on staff. They don't have those type of people to find these tax credits. And we provide that to the 10,000 CPA firms. So we really work with them and their clients to make sure every small business owner in this country is awarded for hiring people, keeping them employed, creating innovation in the United States, investing in infrastructure in the United States, and making sure that they get the benefits that the Jeff Bezos of the world get over yeah. at Amazon. Yeah, yeah, clearly. Um, and and can you talk a little bit about the tax code for maybe someone who might be a little bit newer in business, um, just about the way that that tax, the rules are designed to encourage economic activity? They are. And Josh, we have over a million pages of tax code, right? So how could any software, you know, the software doesn't have artificial intelligence and the CPAs just don't not have knowledge of all million pages, but there's a lot of pages in there specific to small business owners that have tax credits for hiring people, for innovation, for, you know, all kinds of activity. And there's a lot of grants in DC and at the state level and at the local level as well. So if you, Combine those things. Like I think an account should be a return on investment. You should get a good person in a house, just like you. You switched over to a, you know, a CPA that cared just a little bit more. Yeah, and, uh, it makes a big difference. How can a, a small business find, or how how do they know when hiring if this is a, a CPA or a tax strategist that's really going to go to town for them? Well, good question. I mean, Josh, that's <laughs> that's, that's probably the best question, right? Yeah. You got to, you got to, as a small business owner, you got to be an advocate for yourself. I always say that, you know, part of being an, a business owner is knowing accounting. You got to know your numbers, right? You got to know your numbers first and foremost, and you've got to do some research because I guarantee you anyone in your audience today that's listening could put up their industry, put up tax credits, Google that. And within a few minutes, there's going to be a bunch of tax credits listed for their industries and do a little homework and say, you know, go to the account and say, listen, I, I found this. What what other credits and incentives are there out there for my industry that you do? Do you work with my industry? Do you understand my industry? Have you been in it a long time? I think experience is, it goes a long way, but you got to do some homework yourself as a small business owner. Yeah, clearly. Um, You know, another thing that I think a lot of folks may not realize that they qualify, um, there's research incentives. And, and what what are those? So research incentives are basically where, as a country, wanting to keep jobs in the country. So when we have employers that employ people to do continuous 
you know, improvements to whatever their processes are, to their products, their services, that activity, that labor is refundable at the federal level and as well, most, most states at the state level as well. So you can get back 25% of your labor costs because you're employing people here in the United States in jobs that the United States wants to keep. And so that's why we have those incentives. Unfortunately, 99% of small business owners don't take advantage of those. Yeah. You know, I know that there's a lot of people that will say, you ought to be able to just submit your taxes on the back of a postcard and call it good. But that would be devastating for the economy. Why, why is that the case? Well, it's the case because, look, they're never going to take a million pages of tax code and get it down to a postcard. And I know everyone would love to have that right pay as you go. Sales tax maybe is the tax system. But really, the tax system is set up over, you know, hundreds of years. And a lot of the tax credits that are associated with our system are for small business owners. We want small business. And so it's never going to be, you know, it's not going to go from complicated to a postcard. That's never going to happen in our lifetime. But, you know, so invest in that accounting firm or that accountant in within your business to go through those million pages, find the things that work for your industry. Yeah. Um, so in terms of engineered uh, uh, tax services, uh, explain a little bit more about how you operate and, and what you do. Uh, do. Do small businesses come to you directly? And if so, what, what kind or do you pretty much just only work with CPAs? Well, you know, we primarily work with CPA firms. We educate CPA firms nationwide on the tax credits that we can provide to their clients without them having to hire scientists and engineers. And so we try to educate them. Now, certainly we get contacted a lot from the small business owners as well, because they go out and do some due diligence and trying to find benefits to their tax system. So, you know, we uh, get involved with them and then we obviously bring in their accountant because we want to make sure that we're working with them and their accountant so that when we do these studies, they can take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, so how do you typically connect with your clients or how do they find you or, you know, what what do you do from a, I guess, just a, a marketing perspective yourself to grow? Because uh, Engineer Tax Service, you guys have been around a little while and you're doing some pretty good business. You've worked with some, you, you, what, was, was that, what did I see? Over 10,000 CPAs are connected with you. And of course, on your website, you know, you're doing, you're leading, you're, you're working with Toyota, Marriott, Hilton, some pretty big brands. Yeah, thanks for that. Well, I mean, we work hard at educating across the country. We're always in media trying to educate the small business owner. We work hard to go to the conferences last year during the pandemic, maybe a lot of Zoom calls with the CPA community. So we're out there doing a lot of education outreach to our audiences to make sure that they have awareness. Thank goodness for shows like yours where we can be on your show and create more education. Yeah. Um, You know, one thing I was just kind of going through your blog earlier and, uh, you know, naturally we want to take advantage of every tax savings available to us. We don't want to leave that money on the table. I mean, that's just silly. Uh, However, we also don't want to be a little too aggressive. And uh, where would be some instances maybe where, you know, if you kind of stretch the the rules in that direction, IRS is not going to like that. And it could be, it's too risky, right? You're going to, it's, you're you're outside first off what the law is, uh, you know, even if you don't realize it, and uh, yeah, it could absolutely trigger an audit. No question about it. I mean, 
we don't want to trigger an audit. <laughs> and, uh, you know, May 17th is upon us and they'll be starting those audits as well. Look, I think when we're doing tax credits, a lot of them are wage based and based on what the employees activities are doing. So I think we have to just be honest with, you know, the facts and circumstances. So if we have employees that are doing innovation, creating better systems, better products, that labor can count. But we can't take labor that's not involved, that's more maybe administrative and, mm. and can't include that because if they do review it, it will get flagged. And so, yeah, yeah, listen, we've seen people probably get more aggressive than they should on those type of things and, you know, inflate labor numbers and things like that. You can't do it, right? You got to no. do it the right way. Not worth it. <laughs> The right way will preserve you the wealth. The wrong way will, you know, give you an opportunity to, you know, fight the IRS for many years. And that's not a fun battle. Yeah, which is why, again, you know, it's really critical that we we hire a great CPA. What might be some good questions that we could ask when interviewing a potential CPA or tax preparer or someone that, that's helping us out on that side? I would ask them, one, how well do they know your industry that you're in? Are they experts in your industry? Do they have a lot of clients within your industry? I think that's going to be important because if they do, then they're seeing it over and over and over again. They're getting an expertise in that industry. I think that's vital. Two, you know, are they proactive? Do they have tax credit and incentives partners that are working with them, their clients, to identify, you know, R&D tax credits? work opportunity tax credits, state and local tax credits? Uh, I think those are two important questions. Do they meet with you routinely to go over yeah. your, your numbers, right? And are we doing planning? You know, I think the, maybe the biggest question is, are you going to be a reactive CPA and just review my stuff after the end of the year and look at my invoices? Or are we going to be proactive and we're going to manage this? I can say from experience that that is probably the biggest differentiator. Taxes is not a once a year uh, conversation, right? Where yeah. it's like, okay, let's see how things went last year because we went through, we experienced uh, a real bad situation as a result of that because you know we left way too much money in our our account because we like, hey, let's be conservative. Let's just keep all that money right there. Right. And guess what? You know, the, the January 1st came around and that balance was still way too high. And as a result of that, that showed is just hardcore profit when in the months after that, we actually ended up. So short term, you know, we ended up with a way high tax bill, uh, you know, just because, you know, our, our tax, you know, our tax advisor wasn't saying, hey, you know, just, you know, kind of took a look at you, you know, where you're at in QuickBooks right now. Let's talk about our goals for the end of the year and where we want things, where we want expenses and, you know, what should you be doing at this point? And man, I, I wish I had that because that that could have saved me a lot of money. Yeah, Josh, you bring up a great point. You can't fix your taxes, you know, post 1231, right? No. You can't go to the CPA or accountant in January, February, and start reviewing your receipts, and then retroactively go back to December 31st. And I think what you're saying is, if you're being proactive, maybe the accountant saying, listen, you have a lot of cash here, let's prepay some expenses for the next year, but let's get it into 1231. Maybe we don't have to record all the revenue that's coming in for the last month of the, uh, you know, that we can defer, defer revenue, 
you know, prepay expenses, get that bottom line down because we have some cash to do it and let's preserve our wealth. I think those are certain important things that you're talking about. I think those are critical. Yeah. So um, Julio, um, you know, folks that have been listening to us and they're like, I really love this. It's great. Um, where would you recommend they go? I, I understand that you participate in webinars. You, you provide a lot of education. Uh, and, you know, you and I, I think, are both champions of small business. Like we want to, you know, we, we want businesses to do well. And part of that, again, is, is just making smart uh, money decisions. Well, thanks, Josh. We, you know, we're at engineeredtaxservices.com. We put up daily tax tips. We have care centers there for all small business owners. We have the top 20 tax credits every small business owner should at least look at and try to qualify for. We have a grant section as well for small business owners. And we try to put up things there daily as we get it, you know, tax change and tax code is happening every day uh, at a state, federal and local level. We make sure we try to update the changes every day so that we can keep you and your accounts on top of it. Yeah. You know, you've got, uh, how, how big is your, how big is your, your team, your firm? It, it seems like you've, again, you've, you've built up quite an operation. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Listen, we're several hundred people nationwide. So, you know, just like everyone's journey, it started with me and uh, we've grown to over 400 people. And, uh, you know, and, and our goal really is to make sure that every small business owner gets to have access to these tax benefits, these tax credits that create another job, allow them to keep yep. their doors open during a pandemic. You know, it's just, you know, it's just heartfelt that, you know, we uh, created over a billion dollars a month last year for our small business owners to maintain jobs, to keep their doors open, to have hope. And, um, you know, but obviously, Josh, there's probably a lot of firms that that didn't have the access, didn't have the knowledge, and probably if they did, would still be open. Yeah. All right, Julio Gonzalez, Engineered Tax Services. You're the, the uh, CEO and you're found on the web at engineeredtaxservices.com. Julio, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.